WeMakeTheFunny.com presents Let's Chat Comedy, hosted by K.L. Thomas. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm K.L. Thomas, and I'm chatting up with Jared Berenstein about recent history. Hello, Jared. Hi, how's it going? So, Jared, I'm a longtime fan, and I love your work, and we've worked together quite a bit. Now, Jared, when I met you, you uh, I just knew you as a stand-up, and I had heard you did uh, some improv and sketch comedy, and uh, I had you on Sketchblock when I used to run the show, loved your work, and at one point, you started creating more solo shows. I think it was uh, Boosh, Click Cloud, I can never say it right. You're going <laughs> to... Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm amazed. That's such a tongue twister. And then you came out with New Job. And then for, I think, almost two years, you were doing current events. What drove you to start doing that and brought you to recent history? Uh, well, the shows actually kind of built themselves like one after the other. Like when I was just doing stand up, I was getting a little bit of work and I was getting a little bit of recognition, but it wasn't happening fast enough and I was I was getting very frustrated with myself. One of the things that happens when you're stand up is that you assume that everybody's career is going amazing and yours isn't and you so you just start getting really hard on yourself and you know you you don't know what you're doing wrong so you just keep on looking for other avenues, other things to help with your career and I was lucky enough to go to this like industry seminar where this agent for ICM was like, just give people advice on like, you know, how to get agents or how to help their career. And one of the things he was, he was like, you have to do things that we can come to see. And so I was like, all right, what can I do? Like, I'm not going to invite an agent to see one of these bar shows that I'm doing where only four people show up and, you know, half of them didn't know there was going to be a stand up show that night. Um, so I was like, what can I do? What can, what kind of show can I put on that I would actually invite somebody to? And so that was the first solo show that I did, which is called Bushka Klau, which you did a great job pronouncing that. And one of the things I learned from that show is that you should name a show with words that already exist so that people (laughs) can remember them and can look them up online and tell their friends about how great the show was. And that show, um, was actually pretty popular. And so I... When I put that to bed, I was like, all right, I definitely got to do something else. And a friend of mine had given me a, uh, a Colbert packet to play around with and see if I could write, you know, and, uh, you know, give, you know, try my hand at seeing if I could do it. And I had so much fun doing that that I kind of built the new job show around that, like the idea of telling the story of what it's like to be a comedian and trying all these different things to sort of boost my notoriety and my uh you know i guess i guess boost my audience levels and try to try to make my new job being a comedian as opposed to all the other jobs that i had had um and then because i had had so much fun doing the new job show and writing that colbert packet i decided to do a solo show called current events which was a monthly show where every month i would write about all the news that happened that month i did that for like a little over two years and then i ended up having all these jokes from doing current events and from doing the new job show and from doing Bushka Clown and from doing all my stand-up that I really wanted to just take all the best things from all of those and be like, how can I showcase these? And so what I did was I put down a, a big piece of paper, a big document. I wrote down all my favorite jokes from all three of those shows and from my stand-up. And I was like, is there any way that I can weave a narrative through this? And so for about a year, I wrote recent history, what is now recent history, and something tried to find a way to build a character that that changes and develops 
over through the show, but also presenting these jokes that I was like really happy with. And so that took like about a year to complete. And that is what recent history is. So um, a lot of people who aren't in stand up, but they do comedy. A lot of them will do stuff online because it's a little bit easier to get your content out there and seen. Now you, this is, gosh, your third like solo show, um, not your monthly, but your third like package solo show. How hard is it to try to promote that on your own? Because getting a PR person is really expensive at early in this game. Or do you have a PR person? Uh, I definitely don't have a PR person. Um, it's difficult, and it's one of the things that I've been learning, you know, with each different iteration of show that I try to put on, like how do you branch out and reach a new audience? And I mean, I have the things that I think everybody does where, you know, you put it out on your Twitter and your Facebook and you have a Facebook fan page and your website and, you know, putting out press releases and stuff like that. Um, And I don't know if I've necessarily cracked that egg yet, but I think that, you know, every little bit helps. And I think that the work that you do, so long as it continues to be better and better at hopefully word will spread and maybe, you know, will eventually snowball to where you don't have to work so hard to try to try to build your own audience. I know you've done like uh, you've contacted me when I used to run a live show and you asked if you could do like a little bit from a show to help promote. Uh, you do a lot of stuff online and you make your own sketches and you had a couple stuff went viral actually online. Does that help with exposure when you're trying to promote your show? It helps kind of a little bit. Like the numbers are the the conversion rate for how many views you get on a YouTube video or how many retweets you get on a tweet, the conversion rate is kind of astronomical. Like you need millions of views regularly in order to get like regular traction to get like people out to come see a live show. You know, I think the most popular thing I ever did was Sex and the City for Dudes, which we did four episodes of that. And maybe we did, we got something like 170,000 views on that, which is, which is amazing. Like that's, that's that's something that I've never performed for that many people in a single sitting, but that many people watched those videos and that's great. But the number of people that have come up to me and been like, you're the sex in the city guy since I put that out. I don't know how long it's been five years ago, six years ago, something like that. Maybe one or two, you know, in that whole time. I just love chatting with you and hearing from your experience, Jared Berenstein with recent history. You are actually at an independent house, as we call it. It's not an independent house, but compared to all the other comedy houses, we have UCB, The Pit, Magnet, and Creek in the Cave. You actually, with this show, September 16th, you're going to be at Theater Row, which is a pretty big theater. But in the comedy world, it's not somewhere usually branch out until a little bit later in their career. Why did you go to Theater Row, and how did you pitch it to Theater Row? I wanted to do something else with recent history. I put it up once back in October of 2015 just to see how it would play and to see what people's reactions were to it. And it got a really nice response. And so for a couple of months, I was just sitting on this show that I was really proud of, you know, forgetting all the lines that I had worked really hard to memorize and just trying to figure out what else that I could do. I knew that there were, you know, festivals, theater festivals that I could apply to that might... Uh, be beneficial for the show. And so I started doing a little research into that, and I uh, applied to the United Solo Theater Festival uh, and was accepted to that. And so this this show with Theater Row is part of the United Solo Theater Festival. With being part of that festival, is this the 
I know you've done a festival in LA and you've done many festivals in different cities, but this is more of a theater base, I guess, not more of a, it's not a comedy festival, it's a solo. Are you learning from this experience being part of this festival? Uh, yeah, you know, in the way, in the sense that I think that every, you know, festival or new performing experience that you do is a learning experience. Um, I have had to branch out a little bit with where I promote this show to, where I'm not just going to regular comedy fans. I, I'm, I'm now talking to theater people. I'm not talking to people who, would you be interested in reviewing a 75-minute one-man show? Would you be, are you the kind of person that, that goes to see shows on Broadway and would be interested in seeing a cool story with lots of laughs in it? Like, I've had to start talking to those people instead of just, you know, uh, the people who are already going to see stand-up shows uh, or going to see sketch shows or going to see improv shows. And one of the things that I like about the show is that I feel like it has, it's got that wide appeal for people who like theater but who like comedy. Like, it's, it's a very uh, funny show that has a lot of heart and I think has a really cool um, main character that you are going to be interested in sort of like seeing how he develops as the show goes on. And I like the format of it as well. I just think that it's a cool show that is going to appeal to people who just want to see comedy or just, or want to see like a cool, you know, theatrical piece. Well, let's say I've seen recent history and um, it definitely isn't just a stand-up bit where you're standing there and doing comedy. It's really great sketches, a little mix of storytelling. And then you have images, videos. I I love that you always you've always had like slides or something more interesting instead of just standing there telling a joke, which I'm not taking that away from anyone. Cause that's great too. If you can do that, I can't, but um, I will say that I've noticed you are developing these like shows more into like almost like a pitch packet to someone. And you could even go into more festivals that are theater. Do you feel like you'll probably be going more that direction or you'll be bouncing back and forth? Uh, I'd really like to. I haven't started doing a lot of research into other festivals that I could bring the show to, um, but it definitely is uh, something that appeals to me. Like I brought Bushka Cloud to the Philadelphia Sketch Festival and the LA Comedy Festival, and I thought that those were really positive experiences. And so I would really love to do recent history as many places as possible, but I haven't started researching or submitting or anything. Right now, my focus is in trying to get as many people to come see the September 16th show as possible. And I've, you know, knowing the theater that it's going to be going up at, it's such a, it's such a cool space that fits so many more people than I usually perform for. Just be, to be able to get more people that I don't know all in one room to see the show at the same time is such an exciting idea to me that... Uh, I'm just putting all my energy into that right now. Love it. Great. Everyone, please go check out Jared Bairdstein, September 16th at Theater Row. It's recent history. It's really funny. You'll love it. He's got bits, sketches. It's a, a full show. It's got an arc. You'll love everything about it. Slides, videos. He even has a trailer out that you could check out at wemakethefunny.com. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Let's Chat Comedy, presented by wemakethefunny.com. You can follow WeMakeTheFunny.com on Twitter at WeMakeTheFunny. And check out the website, WeMakeTheFunny.com, and sign up for our Laugh Letter. That's right. It's the newsletter, but we call it the Laugh Letter. It's hilarious.